Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. Also, Dave, fuck Dave. Yeah. <laughs> you Speaking know of people you are, I hate, Dave. Just kidding. Tell him, Steve, Dave. Anybody know what that's from? I don't. No. All rats. Oh. Um, there was a mall rats quote ages. last night uh, talking about the uncomfortable backseat of a, of a bar. <laughs> See, you, you know. I, I love, love that movie. <laughs> it's uh, it's the best. Uh, Kevin Smith? Oh, no, James that James too. Bob. It's the best cameo for... Uh, oh. Oh, um, Stan, Stan Lee. Lee. Yeah. A- above any cameo he's had in the Marvel movies. Although I do love yeah. that his cameo in Captain Marvel is him preparing his script for mall rats. Yes. And it's one of my favorite bits. <laughs> yes. There's a great interview with Kevin Smith in which, uh, Marvel's calling him and like, so here's what we want to do. And he's like, seriously, I would love that. <laughs> oh, yes, gosh. please. I love that movie. I, I have a weird soft spot, especially for the earlier Kevin Smith, like the clerks movies. I tried to watch the clerks with Jessica and she was like, what is this? And I was like, fuck out of here. <laughs> that is verbatim. James and I trying the to watch the clerks movie. The fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. <laughs> Look, I'm a contractor. You don't take a job for someone that you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Those contractors working on the Death Star, they knew what they were doing. (laughs) (laughs) Just when they find the dead body in the fucking toilet. (laughs) Oh, shit. We're leaving all this in, right? I mean, at least some of it. (laughs) Look, there's no music on right now. It's really easy to cut around this. Or the dicks thing. You can take that out, too. I can't remember the dicks thing. There's a dicks thing. (laughs) In the parking lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. The clerks How thing. many the dicks thing. things have there been in the last 10 minutes? Come it's hard on. To tell. <laughs> I can't remember which one. I see, anything more than three dicks and I just forget about them. I have a three dick limit. Oh, God. Sort of Definitely like, cut sort of that like out. margaritas at a, at a restaurant. They okay. cut you off at three. Oh, right. <laughs> Someone could turn that into like a terrible drop. I have a three dick limit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we definitely time to end the episode. <laughs> Put that in the trailer for this episode. I have a three dick limit. And now three of the five cast have said it. So. <laughs> I conscientiously abstain. <laughs> Nor will I be calling James daddy. I like forgot the rest about of it. You. I, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Wait, who is what like or we all have siblings, right? Mm-hmm. What order of sibling are you? Jason is the older brother. No, I have three sisters. One's older. Oh, you're a middle. Younger. I'm yeah. baby. Baby. Mm-hmm. I am uh, second youngest. Of, you have a whole six. a whole gaggle. Yeah, it's a yours, mine, and ours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like a blended. Mm-hmm. You know, got it, got it. Like blended learning. In a way, yeah. Huh? Baby, one older sister. I'm I'm an older sibling, which I don't. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense. Well, thank you all for recording this amazing intro. Let's uh, let's do one thing each. What is something that you remember as an objective or something you want to check into? And what is something you remember that has happened oh, so man. far? Let's start with what's something you remember that has happened so far. Let's go around the table one each. Jason, what's something that's happened so far? We fought the people in this tent. Um... And no one seemed to notice that we were like in this all out 10 round brawl, like in and out of the tent. 
At least not yet. At least not yet. So I kind of want to figure that part out because I know that there's like somebody is watching us. Mm-hmm. Somebody's watching us. Yeah, and there's a guillotine <laughs> in here, right? Yeah. yeah. And we're working for the the lawmaker guy. What's his name? Yeah. What's magistrate? his title? Magistrate. Oh, right, magistrate. Right, right. You're working for both the magistrate currently as body, to be bodyguards at the event. And of course, right. bigger picture, you're working for Citizen Dranok or Camilla Dranok, the current right. leader of Galt. Trent, something you remember that's happened so far. Yeah, I was going to say that um, Watson got arrested, essentially, and oh, yeah. uh, got taken <laughs> to the magistrate right. judge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he sort of uh, a deal. was like, I could uh, use some adventurers, sort of thing. Mm. He did cut a deal with the man. I've got to get back into my French accent. <clears throat> and Jane, what's something you remember so far? Um, one of Val's seven evil exes showed up and tried to kill her and almost did. Oh, fuck, that's, right. that's right. That was the, the ringmaster here. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we're going to oh. do, do it snake, snake draft. Jane, what's something that, that you still want to, that you were, is an objective ahead? What's something you know you, need, you or the group need to do moving forward? Why did I have to start? <laughs> it can be anything. It can be really broad. I'm just uh, you're an investigator. Yeah, tonight is the party, right? Boom. Yep. That's yeah. a great so, fact. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, go for it. Done. Yeah. Done. Um, yeah. We need be to quiet now. Need to Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we need to protect the magistrate uh, on the way to this party ball thing and at the party and ball. at it. Yeah. All right. We need to figure out why these. Uh, blades are going to be in these certain city centers uh, and for what purpose. Okay. Right. And you do know that they are located around there. What's? I feel a, like we just took all of the low-hanging fruit, so yes. good luck. <laughs> but does Jason remember? There's something in particular. Oh, fuck. I remember. Something in particular about the party? Something in particular you're still looking into. Oh, yeah. One idea. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the we already hit our three dick limit, Jason. <laughs> yeah. what, the, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah, there's a we've heard rumor of a one-eyed guy who's been asking some who's weird questions. Asking Didn't questions somebody say, like, take your one-eyed friend with yeah. you? Yeah. And we were like, we don't have a Is one-eyed a friend. <laughs> <laughs> we're like looking behind. Two us months like, later, I was like, okay, I thought off. about this after the last time we recorded about like how I think it was supposed to be like this big reveal, like some bad guy was like take your one-eyed friend and all of us were like it's probably nothing i'm like never addressed it (laughs) never came back to it yeah so i would say figuring out figuring out who's following us slash the one-eyed guy slash i kind of hope they're the same so we can kill two things at once we don't actually know that anybody's following us at this point right it's just kind of like an audience thing i think that i have an idea don't i like I feel like someone's following me, but I can't. That's right. Pick yeah, you've had you've had is. like a tingling in the back of your yeah. neck. But you haven't like seen George Harris hasn't seen, seen someone. Okay. So, uh, how about them great gardeners? <sighs> they suck. So, what are we gonna have for breakfast? <laughs> are you talking about us or our characters? No, the characters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the first thing we would do, right? I woke After up like half an hour ago. <laughs> in the game. No. Well, I mean, in the game, I feel like I'm going to need a good night's sleep. Yeah. A good day's sleep. Good day's sleep. I think when last our listeners left us, we just wrapped up that fight in the circus tent with uh, Val's former lover. Mm -hmm. Did we know? Let's talk about that relationship. Do we know this? (laughs) Or is this just like, uh, we know, but the characters don't know. I feel like I'm having to report to like a panel of dads right now. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
young lady. Tell us about this. It, the, the details could be pertinent <clears throat> to the investigation. Well, it's always uh, the boyfriend. Is is Drosharis asking me that? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> What's I would the deal? like to. I would like to hear it in uh, old man character voices, please. So. <laughs> What is the deal with this side piece that you just murdered? Okay, I didn't murder him. I watched you. Just. (laughs) You stabbed him many times. He was already dead. You shot a man in the head. Okay, that was a different man. I think, I actually think that Val didn't kill him because she wanted to, but somebody else. I don't remember who it was. There was a lot going on. It's been a hot minute. There was a lot going on. Um, Was that him? Yep. Himbo. Himbo. <laughs> Himbo. <laughs> uh, this man betrayed my family. So he deserved what he got. Hmm. Fair enough. I knew you would understand. Betrayed how? He sold out my adoptive father to the Grey Gardeners. Hmm. That's why I have to figure out what's going on here so that I can scrub the record of anything that might lead them to believe that I'm still alive. Had he always been a great gardener? Not that I knew at the time, but we were pretty young. You made a promise to me that you would never spill blood with that knife. Well, you know, in the moment. Sometimes when your friend texts you that you should do it. <laughs> That's Val speaking. Val's like, I got a text from my friend Trent. What, who what said- is a text? <laughs> Give it back to me. <laughs> Not the text, the knife. I want the knife. Give it back to me. Fine. She like throws the knife down on the floor. He like wraps it in cloth and like puts it away. So Val's cleaning off her fingernails. Before we started recording, Jason, you'd made some comment about, like, didn't we just have a big brawl, right, in, like, public view? Yeah. And so the the way that I described it and the way the book describes it is that there's sort of a perimeter that's set up. Because while there is the big top, the circus tent that you just threw down in the doorway of, usually there's some sideshow acts and some other areas to handle, like, vendors and food. So there's some sort of fenced perimeter. And then in the center of that, there is the big top with some smaller okay. tents around it. So hypothetically, you may have seen something uh, you that you may not have as well. The other thing that's worth noting, and we've talked about the attitude in Galt a little bit, that's sort of like, it's one of those, it could, could kind of cut either way. Everyone's super nervous about what they do or don't say. And so people may have seen it, just been like, Probably just great gardeners doing great gardener stuff. Better not acknowledge it. Or it could be like, I better tell the great gardener so I get a finder's fee. That guy who was walking past the farmer's union and also the bank (laughs) is like, you know what? I've had a long day. I'm going to go down to the fair, unwind. Just get some some street meat. All of us are just like, it's just the circus. Don't worry about it. And if you liked that play acting, right. wait until you see our production of King Lear. We like prop up the Grey Gardener and like wave his hand. Like <laughs> his, he doesn't have a hand anymore. Um, so Val, I think, would also kind of look around and just be like, well, we're getting to know each other. 
what is this about a one-eyed friend of yours? I assure you I have no friends. Well, that's I, hardly surprising, but... Except you, bro. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, that's so, that's so lovely. I, I love seeing good friendships like that. Which warms my little old man heart. <laughs> Watson's secretly upset that he's not considered your friend. <laughs> but he, he's not going to say anything now, you know. He's like, ouch, that kind of hurt. Well, I sure wish that I had a good friend like that. That would be nice. How <laughs> day. One day. How Midwestern. <laughs> that guy that works in your shop, right? He's your friend. Uh, he betrayed me. I, 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 I digress. <laughs> Is there secretly like a Grey's Anatomy ER show about Watson's <laughs> hospital? This is called Watson's, Watson's hospital. hospital. <laughs> there you go. Um, who is this one-eyed friend of yours? I do not know. How are we supposed to trust that when you're not even the same person half the time? You make a fair point, but you're going to have to trust me. Val shrugs. Storms off. I think she does want to peek outside the tent a little bit, just uh, make sure there's no creepy one-eyed person. Um, I, should we? What do we do with these bodies that we have just decimated in, in this tent? I'm gonna look around for like barrels. Oh yeah, there's all sorts of crates and barrels. That's in here. going to stink. I vote we just prop them up against this final blade as a nice little message to the Grey Gardener. So now there is that. There is a giant thing covered in the middle of the room that is large enough to be a guillotine. Val is going to go over there and uh, I am not totally sure that I'm using this rule correctly but I would like to make specifically that one like my lead. Okay. You, you can designate just about any item or person or if you have like evidence of a person or an item, like if you see footsteps, you can be like, I designate the footsteps of those who left them a lead. And you can okay. do that pretty quickly. So, And I think I can do multiple at a time, correct? You can have two simultaneously and you can have as many in a day as you want, but you can only have two that are active at a time. So basically. I kind of want to make this final blade and then also the one-eyed friend my leads for the moment. Okay. But I, th I thought Josharis doesn't have friends. No friends. All right. Except him. I didn't say it was Drosharis's friend. It could be my friend. Is it your friend? I don't know. <laughs> Do you have many one-eyed friends? I mean, I feel like in this world, it's not that weird. <laughs> I mean, healing magic exists. It's the year 4,700. Yeah, 4, That's true. It's not like we're living in medieval France. No, no, exactly. not at all. All right. So you said you're walking up to this final blade? Yeah. And you pull off, it's like a big, heavy sort of like drop cloth, and you pull it back off, a little bit of dust comes up. And sure enough, it's a, it's a fucking final blade. Have any of you ever been this close to or seen a final blade before? No. Doubt it. I think Val probably would have from afar when she was a child. Mm-hmm. So, but not this close. Watson certainly would not have sought out, like, executions you know, attending an execution. So one of the things that I know at least Fox would know, and I think it's come up in one of our previous episodes a little bit, is that these are named, right? Each of these different guillotines has a name. Some of them are even a little flippant, given what, you know, that people die under them. And as you're looking at this, it's not hard for you to, to pick out, Val. This one has sort of painted onto it with gold lettering, the name Sharp 
toothed Hannah. <laughs> huh. Can I just note on that point that... Sorry, um, sharp tooth Hannah. The electric chair in Oklahoma is nicknamed Sparky. Ugh. That seems insensitive. It, yeah, it is. But I guess so it's is Oklahoma. having... Oh. Yeah. No offense. There's not a whole lot of sensitivity in Oklahoma. <laughs> Although I feel like anything that is in Oklahoma, you're just ready to tell all of us that it's in Oklahoma. Uh, I'm secretly going to make that this entire podcast. Oklahoma <laughs> do you want Do you want to open up with any... What famous person or thing has ties to Oklahoma, Trent? Uh, no, I'll save it. I'll save it. Okay. I it has to come that. up naturally. Yeah. yeah. You can't, you can't force it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so sharp there's tooth this, Hannah. Yeah. Giant it's final blade. Incredibly creepy. Mm-hmm. And it's probably the first time, being as I said, being this close that any of you have seen it this close there, there's something to behold, they are, what does it look like? I, they're each a little different. It looks like a giant uh, a giant guillotine and it looks like it's large enough to hold anything up to a large size creature mm. um, is there like a little like panel or bucket that's like souls in here <laughs> <laughs> not quite but there are all kinds of inscriptions and small details worked into it that you can see elements that would betray that it has some magical I would like to look at those those inscriptions and writings and such a lot of it's just uh give me an i don't care this is open give me an occult occultism check okay and as you're kind of looking at it it's a lot of its symbology uh those of you who are familiar with how magic items are made you'd see that most of it is sort of the stuff associated with different schools of magic what'd you roll 20 oh it's gonna be a good session I also speak a ton of languages. Okay. Um, if that matters too. Um, what was I? I was just rolling. Occultism. Occult. 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 Which I think is probably. I'm, I'm guessing something you actually have. Is forty gonna do it? Uh, I think it is. Although I will say it would be just a normal success, but because it's a twenty, it upgrades it. Actually, the DC for this is forty. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So I'll give you a little bit of information about it. It is a 20th level item. And wow. a couple of things here. So we can use it. <laughs> uh, because it technically is a crit, I can give you some some fi- uh, some like stat information. I'm not going to share some plot stuff with you, but let's see. Oh, benevolent GM. I'll take whatever you give me. Mm-hmm. Do you execute a creature restrained by the blade? The creature takes 11 d10 slashing damage and must succeed a DC 45 fortitude save or be decapitated as though it was hit with a critical hit of a natural 20 from a plus three major striking Vorpal Scythe. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Drasharis is looking at all this writing and he's like, don't get in this thing. <laughs> it's very sharp. It's very sharp. Glad we have a worksmith like you to <laughs> ensure that happens. What I will say is you've heard, and it's sort of the the rumor, if you will, about the final blades that anyone killed in them, their soul is trapped as well. And seeing it up this close, you feel confident that that's true now. You think in looking at it that anyone killed by this cannot be returned to life, not even by a miracle spell. Are their souls tortured, like stuck there? All right, so because this is technically a critical success, you do think that not only are the souls prevented from moving on to other planes, they are trapped inside of them. And you don't know how many or what that means. 
But as you stand close to it now, I have to imagine that you have this sink into you. And any of you who have any connection to a religion or divine magic can probably feel a discomfort that this is... Maybe it's a family's worth. Maybe a village. Maybe a city's worth of souls inside this contraption. Question. Sure. Would Val, having grown up here and being alive and around when Camilla mm-hmm. Dronach's mother was executed, would she know which specific final blade that happened? Yes, you would. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think having some connections through your mentor figure mm-hmm. to the Dronach family, you would actually know. And I'll have to double check my notes for the exact name. But it wasn't this one. No, but it's because you did have some other information. You do have the name of the blade that was being brought to the masquerade ball, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's the one that kills uh, Camilla's gotcha. mother. It's a bullet tooth. Maybe tummy. we knew that. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Boris the Bullet Dodger. Boris the Bullet Dodger. Wait, why is he called Boris the Bullet he Dodger? Because bullets, heavy. <laughs> so that is an interesting one. I'll get the exact name for you on that one. But Wait, so that means that there's more than one blade in the city then? Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a bunch. Well, there's two, which is a noteworthy thing, because the halfling was tracking a lot of them. But across the region, they're getting moved into population centers. Mm -hmm. Correct. What happens if we destroy this? Can we destroy it? Uh, The name of the blade that killed Dranok's mother is Silent Lenore. Or Silent. Oh, you know what? I think we already did learn that, actually. Uh, This is the first time you thought, like, wait, is that the one that killed Camilla's mother? Right. But I see that this is Sabretooth Tony. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> saber tooth Tony. Our, our, it's it's the the bullet tooth Tony we have at home. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> For some reason, Fire Marshal Bill just popped in my head. Anybody remember Fire Marshal Bill? No, Jim Carrey. Oh, um, character. No. Oh my gosh. All right, for the listeners who's listening to this, if you don't know, stop this and go look at it. <laughs> don't stop this. Come back <laughs> for sure, but go watch it, and we'll watch it later. All right, so. I feel really fucking old right now. (laughs) (laughs) I have that experience every time I go to our local coffee shop and it's just like a bunch of Gen Z working there. And I played like board games with one or two of them. They're, they're great, super nice people. And if I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm old. Or the other night we were going to see bodies, 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 Uh which thoroughly enjoyable. Lee pace shines in in a secondary role there. And we're getting our tickets for it. And it's me and this, this friend of mine, Nick and, we're talking to the very Gen Z, very kind person working the counter. And they're like, yeah, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is a really fun game, too. And Nick and I are both like, I did not know it was an actual like party game. She's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, Do we just not know it because we're old? And then sure enough, in the movie, there's a joke with like Lee Pace's 40-year-old character dating a 25-year-old. And all of them were like, let's play Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And he's the only one who doesn't know how to play. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick and I just like in the theater looked and made eye contact. I'm like, oh, that's us now. We're old. So, because you had a natural 20, one of you asked about destroying it. What are you going to mm-hmm. try to do? Well, fire seems the first idea. Uh, let me see if I have Just say, problem. hold on a second. How do we know we're not just going to make the problem worse in destroying this thing? Describe worse. I don't know. I mean, I'm not the most morally scrupulous of people, but it seems like sending an entire village's worth of souls into some sort of fiery mm. afterlife is kind of a bad thing. Mm, yes. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> is that the blade? <laughs> why, is there a, why is there a dog here? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm Lucy. Oh, hello, Lucy. Those belong to me. 
You are a beautiful dog, aren't you? It's like a golden retriever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm losing. I was once called the morning pup, but I am now called Lucy. Anyway. Uh, would you like a pet, Lucy? My yes. thought is if we burn it, the souls are released and can pass on. That seems like an assumption. Do we know... Does anyone else have any ideas? Where this... Perhaps we could inform that the halfling blade was supposed to go. Val starts, like, knocking on it. She's like, souls, hello? You do have a little information about where you know the blade was supposed to go. The reason you came to check out the market was because the halfling map maker's notes seemed to indicate that rumors were it was being moved to this area. Okay. So that's why you checked here. Gotcha. So this is where it was gonna end up. And following Val's theory, that seems to make sense that it'd be here as well. It's this it's one of those centers of town, even outside of being a harvest jubilee, and having that as well just means there's gonna be a ton of people in this area the next few days. Okay. I I don't think we can take the the step of destroying it without knowing what's going to happen to those poor souls. Can we disable it? Hmm? Can we could detach we, the blade from the... Right, could we remove the blade? Right. Can someone give me... It's like, it would technically be a... I'm going to call it a recall knowledge with either disable device or some sort of relevant lore. I'll roll it because it'll be a secret check. Would warfare count? Um, no, I don't think so. Not in this case. I have all, so much. That's all I have. You have warfare lore too? Me too. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We know all about war. <laughs> we could, we could just, we're just trading war stories all of a sudden. Oh, God. It's like you hit that age and your choices were getting into brewing, podcasting, or war history, <laughs> and all of you chose war history. <laughs> Ironically, it, it literally is all civil war history from, yeah. from this area, too. That's right. We, we, oh. re we reenact it. Oh, God, no. So I have... French Two things war. that I don't know if they could work for this, but sure. for one thing, society, as in like, these are a part of the culture, I guess. Okay. Um, or I'm wondering if I can roll a crafting check and then yeah. that will be like, can I disable this somehow? Which, yes. <laughs> My crafting is really bad, but it's there. Does anyone else have a good craft? Because I'll do a craft as a recall knowledge. I'll allow that for sure. I have a plus two, so it's not really I have a three. You have great a three. for me. What is crafting? <laughs> All right. All right. What's your bonus, Jane? Val embroiders on the weekends. She's ready for some crafting. Uh, it's a plus five. <laughs> Solid. I mean, you're the highest in the group. So yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah. You could try to shove something in the places where the blade drops. Sure. Hmm. You have an idea of how you would stop something mechanical from functioning. This relies on the assumption that it works the way okay. you assume like a normal mechanics thing. would. Yeah. Uh, Val's going to look at Watson and be like, I'm sorry about the dagger. Question one. Can you see if there's any sort of magical thing going on with this thing? Question two. Can you please heal me? <laughs> oh, suddenly the person who disobeys <laughs> orders wants to be healed. How about that? <sighs> uh, Fox is going to peek outside the tent and make sure no one's gathering or there's no one watching us. What's your perception bonus? Hmm, your perception. My perception. Yeah. Is. Is it plus 22? 22. I've got a little sticky note back here. Yeah. So you're looking around. Uh, you see some people, a couple people throw some glances over your way, but there's no one stacking up. Okay. You don't know what that means. This sounds horrible. Yeah. Um, 
I want to check to see if it's like trapped if we go to try to start messing with it. Sure. Oh, um, so idea. I'll do like a thievery. Uh, be, this is perception to check for traps. Okay. What's your bonus? Uh, plus 24. All right. So doesn't appear to be trapped. What I'll say is as you keep examining it more, I'm going to kind of roll a little bit of that critical over. Uh, you get the impression that damaging this would be extremely difficult. Okay. And you know what? I think you've all been talking about it long enough. And let's say that that conversation is sort of building on that base knowledge you had from the crit, just in the sake of narrative. And you think that we're talking about like a one ring sort of situation. I don't think there's a volcano, but there's probably- <laughs> We have to drop it in a volcano. All of us are just pushing it. <laughs> Cast it into the fire, Sildor. <laughs> Can you imagine that movie if it's just like a little halfling hauling a guillotine the size of like an Escalade up a mountain? I mean, I assumed that's how this ends, so. <laughs> I can't carry you, Watson. Or I can't carry I can't carry the blade, Watson, but I can carry you. Oh no, I fucking cannot. This is too big. Uh, there are also no giant eagles. So what you take away is you think that there's... We're going to get sued for copyright infringement, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, you'd probably... Look, that was clearly parody. That was comment and criticism, which is a protected use of free speech. <laughs> <laughs> I'm criticizing and parodying those films and books. Anyway, your guess is that you would have to find a magical way to destroy it. Okay. And you think that that is such that it probably wouldn't even just be a spell. We need a dragon. We need to find a dragon. You think, <laughs> honestly, and this is what I'd say, because you have some experience with some weird shit, Drosharis, mm-hmm. and you know that there are a handful of magic items that like an, an old enough dragon of enough power, its <laughs> breath can take apart some items. Yeah, I've seen a fantasy movie before. <laughs> but you think this is more than that. You think that this would probably even survive dragon's fire. So what you guess, and this is a bit of an abstract word in Pathfinder, but there's, per- you would either need to find or create some sort of rich multi-component, multi-part ritual to unwind the enchantment of this by wow. knowing it and being sort of like magical surgery, essentially, yeah. multiple parts to disenchant or to, to destroy this. So and if it takes that, that type of uh, ritual enchantments, yeah. is there anything that we can glean from the studying the occult checks that tells us maybe what type of followers these people are if there's a god or goddess that or an order that they belong to oh my god are they going to do some sort of ritual at the party tonight involving one of the final blades that they have there and why do they want so many people there they like an audience so here's what I'll give you I will give you because it's a crit and I think this is my fun thing, is I think it, it, it gives you hints. I will read you the tags, like the item tags, the rule tags mm-hmm. for a final mm-hmm. blade. It's a level 20 item. It has the tags rare, artifact, death, evil, necromancy, and occult. Wow. Mm. And that's what I'll give you. That's just data. Interpret what you want out mm-hmm. of that. Um, everyone gather around for a minute. Uh... And he, he's going to pull out his uh, dagger, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, he's pulling out um, meta, uh, healer's tools. Okay. Uh, he's just going to go ahead and give everybody a 1d8 damage. Did you critically fail? No. <laughs> no. This is uh, this is actually a feat. Oh, shit. I know exactly this what you did. 
<laughs> What's the name what? of this feat? This is called risky surgery. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> and uh, he can deal 1d8 damage to get a plus two on the medicine check to uh, to treat wounds. Uh, so you know what, Trent? Um, now that you've established the premise of that, mm-hmm. let's take it off air to do some math and then yep. come back with that. All right, and we're back. Trent, you want to let us know the just brief results of how's everyone feeling? Is everyone dead now? We're all dead. All completely mm-hmm. dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the first heal, Watson healed 80 points for everybody. And then with the second, basically everybody was up, up to full. So nice. that would have been 30 minutes worth of healing. Two checks, 20 minutes, 10 apiece. I think he has to wait 10 minutes for with continual recovery. Uh, okay. So half an hour later. Yeah. So it's still early morning. You still have time to do one more thing. You're sitting around this giant guillotine full of people's souls. What's next for these intrepid adventurers? I need to go to the CVS of Galarian, wherever that is. I need to go to the, <laughs> the general store and buy a thing or two before we go fight. Potentially get into some trouble at the party. General store? Mm-hmm. Uh, is the Jubilee, <laughs> this like fair that's happening, is that going to start today as well? It's going on, right? It's generally going on. It's a little earlier but in the morning. But they were setting up the carnival tent? Yeah, so you'd have to imagine that the weekend is probably when it's going to be in full effect, but there's some events leading in the days leading up to it. Sort of think like, think a lot of like summer festivals or rodeos where like the big stuff's on the weekend, but there's events and during the weekdays too. Okay. Should we cover this thing back up? Or we just leave it here? Val kind of wants to just prop these great gardeners up on this thing as like a fuck you guys. Well, it's, it's one gray gardener, and then there was four of those, like, fae that look so... They, they're small creatures. They're, oh, yeah. they're, they're sort of made yeah. to look like demonic children, like to fae sort of covered in the guise of innocent children that have, like, long teeth and nails. <sighs> Do we want them to know we were here? Did we know who this gray gardener was? Mm-hmm. Ortvald, I believe, was his name. That's right. It was her boyfriend. Okay. Ex-boyfriend. Oh, sorry. No, it was um, Umno Umno Halivax. Umno Havilex. Okay. I think. You made it up. (laughs) Yeah. Ortvald Garmino is the magistrate you're working for. Umno is this man's name. You dated a man with a very weird name. Yeah, well, I was like 15. Uh, Oh, oh. Ew. That was years ago. Weird. Yeah, I'm suddenly uncomfortable. Yeah, you didn't share this. That's 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 awkward. Um, from so we, I think we have two options here. One, mm-hmm. we created a ridiculous message to send that says we know you're here. My thoughts are things like put this gardener in the guillotine yeah. and drop it. I'm fully on board with that. But if we don't oh, want don't them know to know we're that. here, then we need to cover all this up. I I would consider it an act of evil to trap that man's soul in this thing. The man's soul's already left his body. Just to be clear. Oh. Excuse me, could you go get the map maker? Oh, yeah, sure. By yourself. No, sure. No yeah, one's no coming problem. with you. Yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> We're like, Watson, what's that over there? <laughs> Shing. Oh, oh, a bird. Oh, go talk to him. <laughs> or we could cover it up, hide their bodies inside of it until they decide to uncover it to buy us some time. Oh, we can. Ooh. I feel like we need to get people away from here. If we can push people out. Which is why I suggested a fire. Fire. 
I think it would be along the run. Even the if right. it doesn't burn the, yeah. the thing down, it burns this tent down and causes a mess. But wouldn't it just like burn the tent and then oh, they see the guillotine? For anyone who's listening at home, please feel free to check off Party Suggests Arson as Solution. Mm -hmm. It's it's in the book of options. I'm not even a cleric. (laughs) (laughs) I think Val is just still sort of seething with rage at seeing this person. And so she is of the mind to just prop him up against the guillotine and stomp out of here and go to this party and be like, we are coming for you, Grey Gardeners. But also... She, I think she just wants to get to this party and figure out what's going on. Doesn't really care what happens here. Uh, how about this? I, if if you all go out and sort of keep people away, I will I will deal with the bodies real quick. Fine. Creepy. Sure. She like mutters under her breath as well. He's so creepy sometimes. <laughs> so actually, as they all leave, he like puts them in like mm-hmm. repose positions and just sort of like says a quick prayer and then okay. just leaves them. Sure. All right, so you head out. throw the cover back over the guillotine? Are we leaving it? Leave it. Leave it. All right, leave the guillotine out. The body's there, respectfully. Mm -hmm. Now you're out in the the Jubilee. There's a CVS stop on the books. There's a a one-eyed man to investigate. covered in blood walking through this carnival. (laughs) Like, everything's fine. (laughs) Does anyone have prestidigitation? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Not at all. Okay. I'm a surgeon. This is a normal look for me. Yeah. So what's next? Um, Val would like to do whatever she can uh, in the time before the party to study up or figure out what this one-eyed friend character is all about. All right. That's a gather information check. That's a diplomacy bonus. What's your your diplomacy bonus? Plus 24. All right. Anyone else going to be looking into info? Um, I want to go to the map maker. Sure. And talk to the, and talk to her. her. Didn't we let her leave? Yeah, she left. Yeah. yeah she got Because wasn't she talking oh, to Fox yeah. and then Fox was like, get out of here. Yeah, she was afraid of being targeted. Okay. Yeah. Because it was Greg Gardner's kicked in her shop so door. Access to her staff. Yeah. yeah, it's there. Well, that's what I'll do then. I'll go and def- check out the yeah, store. Check out the store. See if there's something in there I can find that mentions the name sharp tooth hannah or mm-hmm. how to destroy it or what the ritual is or i just hit my funny bone yeah. on oh. the shelf oh. it hurts so bad <laughs> jared saw it happen i did we've got to get that that pool noodle yeah, on that shelf we we'll <laughs> go on we could call it the, the shelf sharp tooth hannah seriously <laughs> but yeah thing, we could yeah. see if she has any research on any of the stuff that we just found out, which is like leaps and bounds more than we knew 10 minutes ago. That's a good idea. Yes. What kind of check do you want to make? I'm going to give you a bonus to that check, but essentially I'm going to let you gather information while, while Val's gathering information about this person. We'll do this as a quick sort of gather information around town for those of you who want to. And like I said, you'll probably have time to do this and like one more thing before I'll let you take like a five or six hour rest and refresh you before the party. I have, I have a couple of ideas. Okay. One would be the occultism, which we've kind of already been using. I'll give you that. I have diplomacy as well, nah, if be- that matters at all in society. Because you have access to these documents, I'll yeah. give you occultism. What's okay, your bonus? Cool. Uh, plus 20. Yeah, you're uh, you're fine. 
Okay, and actually, no, you, you should go ahead and roll this. This isn't a secret okay. check, I don't think. At least I'm just, because you have the library, it shouldn't be. And so while you're looking at that. 33. Nice. And I'm lowering the DC because you have this library. Jared, uh, what's yep. what's Fox up to? Anything in particular or just chilling? Fox is going to go tell the magistrate that we found this blade. Oh, and maybe okay. see if there's anything he can do to redirect traffic from that area. What uh, episode is this going to be number-wise? I don't know. It's up there. We're still splitting the party. I don't split know. It's crazy. Yeah. I, know. I, should, I should know that. It's written down. It's 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 oh, number I'm sure whatever. It's I'm sure it'll bind us at some point, but <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I black fun. out every time we play this game. I was like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what we said. I don't know what number the podcast this is. I uh, can't remember anything about my character. <laughs> Watson, what are you getting up to? Watson would like to get some corn from the Harvest Festival and munch on it for a while. <laughs> I love Watson so much. <laughs> I do. Watson it's, is it's corn. <laughs> I saw this meme the other day that was like. <laughs> <laughs> that will date this episode yeah, for, for the, sure for the one week that the corn thing is popular. I, I couldn't think of a more beautiful thing. <laughs> Just because it's corn? It's corn. It I saw this meme juice. that was like, nobody eats good corn without going, hmm, that's good corn. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's you. You're just yeah. like, that's good corn. Oh, that's wonderful corn. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's roll that back in reverse order. You talk to the judge. Uh, I'm not gonna play. I know. Yeah. Let's play it out. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let me get my uh, let me get my judge voice on. He's old. He's French. <laughs> I always struggle to find my voice, dude. <clears throat> Magistrate, we uh, we found one of the final blades within the city center. Yeah, that is not a promising thing to hear, but I am not surprised by that. Is there anything we can do to divert traffic from that area? From the festival, we wait a few days until they leave, but uh, I do not think that there's much else you could do. No. Uh, unless you want to move it, but that might be conspicuous. Yes. I'm not sure what the best answer is, but I'm afraid people will be at risk if they decide to go to the festival. Well, they live in Galt. They are always in some level of risk. Yeah. That's uh, harsh. That's deep. Yeah. I think we'll end it on that little note. I like that. It's a quick scene. Jason, looking into this uh, a little bit, you are able to find out a little more information about the final blades. Um, and I think what you're able to sort of find is some of her notes sort of going along with what you found out. And you suspect that there must, uh, there must be some way to destroy the final blades and free the souls. But if that exists, it looks like her research shows that there isn't anything known about that. And if there is, it must be something only great. The gray gardeners. No. Does it mention anywhere like who created these or who built them? No, that's another unknown at this hmm. point. Otherwise you find some information that sort of corroborates what you already know, which is that the final blades are being moved into large public areas. Uh, silent, Silent Lenore has been moved into the monastery ahead of this party. That is the one that took um, Apalma Dranok, Camilla's mother, uh, her life. Um, and that actually does bring something to mind for you. You wonder if if the souls are trapped inside there, if Camilla's soul, mm -hmm. if Camilla's mother's soul is trapped inside there, can she, can the souls, do they have any perception of the world around them? If if what you suspect, if there is something strange and mysterious and malicious going on with it, is there any way for the soul inside there 
to realize that the, the group of you are agents of her daughter in any way you could visually show allegiance to that family. That's something, the thought that comes to mind for you. Hmm. Uh, finally, though... The red scarf, maybe? It's a dashing look. Val, as you're talking around town, you do find word that there was an elderly, one-eyed man who was asking around town about the masquerade, specifically about what might happen there. And the general rumors that you've heard or that you hear in this process are that supposedly all the guests, of course, will unmask at uh, at the midnight of the masquerade, which is a pretty standard masquerade trope, you know, that everyone, and so at that point you're like, oh, that's who those people are I was talking to. But this would be the first time any Grey Gardeners have ever unmasked themselves publicly. And while that's like kind of a weird, you know, a weird rumor, what you're hearing is that there was an elderly one-eyed man seeking that information as well, who had been putting out word that um, anyone who wants more information about that or anyone who has more information about that should seek him out at the old Farazman shrine in town. Val's like, I'm so sick of old men. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I do a society check and just see if I know anything about like, is there any like local legends about like vigilantes or heroes that have one eye or like, would I, would this be like a character in the local scene? Like you're putting vigilantes in a strange box. (laughs) Yeah, you can certainly do that. What's, (laughs) What's your society bonus? Uh, plus 29. Why are you so upset about it, Dro? Well, <laughs> we're not all bad. We just all have agendas. He might not be bad. He might be our friend. It's a if wide he's, man. He's against the Grey Gardeners. So, you, based off of your contact, your network of contacts in town that you've set up, mm-hmm. you don't know that there's any, like, renowned vigilante. It's not like, um... Oh, what's the uh, what's the vigilante up in Corvosa? Uh, Jack, uh, Jack or something? Yeah. Blackjack? Black Jack. Yeah. It's not like Corvosa's Blackjack or anything like that, where there's sort of like a, a local hero. What you do find out is that that shrine, as you ask about it, it's it hasn't been operational for years. Um, basically, since the gardeners have been a thing, there haven't there are no priests and no churches in town. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, that the god of death would not be particularly happy about this going on. Yeah. But there are, and, and so kind of what you pick up is that there are no priests and no churches in town openly, but the one that took, the one that fought for the longest was the Church of Phrasma. And this is a great chance for me to share a little bit of, of world fluff. Phrasma is the god of death, true neutral, not positive, not negative. And I think one thing that's glossed over sometimes when people think about, okay, like a god of, maybe it's, they think of it about like Charon, and is it Charon? In, Charon. Uh, Charon in, in Greek mythology, like the boatman or someone who ferries people to and from. And Phrasma has a little bit of that, but one thing that's interesting in Galarian lore is that the followers of Phrasma are some of the most militantly intense devotees and enforcement of the rules of Phrasma, which say that messing with life is an unholy thing to do. And now, they don't see healing magic or even resurrection as doing that, but specifically undeath or like preventing souls. Assassins? Nope, because okay. in their mind, that's... that's when. If someone's killed by an assassin, that's their time to die. That's yeah, a part of the natural flow of life. It's the time specifically they've been called to die. Yeah. yeah. It's specifically undeath or like fucking with the flow of souls. 
and like they have messing with the soul economy <laughs> essentially and like there's a there's a great bit in Paizo's Book of the Dead in which they start delving into the fluff of the different like Farazman groups and when I say military I'm like it's it's like black ops paragovernmental sort of like they, they don't operate it, the only authority they have is religious they are massively funded and supported they will strike into any country's sovereign territory to execute their mission, even if it means losing their life. It is, they are brutal about it. And so the idea that Phrasma would have hung on for a while here is, isn't crazy, but it is a little scary. That would be a really fun character, by the way. Oh, yeah. 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 There's actually, so, uh, there's some great stuff between the Knights of Last Wall and the information about Phrasmin and like these Phrasmin hit squads going in behind enemy lines of the Whispering Tyrant around, uh, the lake, or is it Lake and Carthen, mm -hmm. who just venture into like the lands of the dead to pull off these like Black Hawk Down style missions. So, did you say that we would have time for like one more thing? Yeah, you totally okay. have time so, for one more thing. Val's just gonna go to this shrine on her own. Yep. Okay. <gasps> cool. Oh, Does it tell anyone? <laughs> Does she happen to nope. walk by us <laughs> so we see where she's headed? All right, so... Would you like some corn, Val? <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, see you later. She wants to scope it out. Sure. So you go, and you're able to make it to this clearly abandoned shrine, and it, it sort of matches up with what you've heard. It looks like it hasn't been used for at least more than 50 years. It's a pretty blocky building. You can see it once used to have two like proud sort of towers or spires, but one of them has now collapsed basically onto the structure itself. Uh, and it's a very blocky, almost a little brutalist in its construction, very hard she edges. burns it down. It's, you can't. <laughs> that's, that's why brutalist architecture is great. You can't burn it down easily. And... <laughs> What you see that sort of stands out, in addition to the obvious decay of, of like one of the turrets collapsing onto it and it collapsing into itself, is that there's quite a few like faded orange ribbons wrapped around it that as you get closer, you see have painted or written on them, unsafe, no entry. Are there any like footprints, anything like that? Any indication of like somebody lurking around? Sure. So I'm going to call this a perception check. I've got your bonus over here. You check it out with perception. Yeah, you do see, it looks like it's covered. There's two entrances to it. There's main doors in the south, and there's a small door on the east side as you scope it out. And as you're looking around, you do see some signs that like someone has been, someone or some ones have been in and out. You don't know if that's normal or not. Like, do kids use this as a place to go hide? Or is it someone checking it out? But there's been some recent disturbance, and you can see that someone's been in and out recently. Uh, can I? Is there like a window I can look in? There are no windows. No windows, only a door. So really, I can only walk into this blatant trap, <laughs> or <laughs> can't scope it out. Um, you could, I guess, try to climb no. up to the roof. No, that probably isn't super safe. What you gonna do? I think she's gonna just like look at it. I don't think she's trying to hide. I think she's okay with like somebody knowing that she was there. Um, and if somebody doesn't like come out or say something, then she's just gonna like start walking back to Soul Mamas. No, you don't see anything. All right. 
So glad you didn't go in there. <laughs> You're so worried about it. I thought about it. Just because right. you want to kill your character. Yeah. <laughs> She's too hard. <laughs> All right. So I want to come back as just the pigeon that flies around with Watson. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we grab another cast member to play the fourth PC, and it's like, and special guest, Jane, <laughs> as, the, <laughs> as the pigeon. Oh, hello, Jane. <laughs> Just for simplicity's sake, the pigeon's name is also changed. <laughs> yeah. Has uh, no stats. All it does is fly. Um, yeah, so back, back... I mean, I assume that's where we're all meeting up, but wherever they're at, whether yeah, it's Soul Mamas uh, or wherever I'll go to. I thought You're, Soul Mamas got destroyed. Oh, yeah. Where do we stay now? You were staying at the Stalwart Patriot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I head back there. So, what are you going to do? So... Where? Where, uh, is everybody there? I head back. I head back yeah. after I do my shopping and investigating. Let's say it's like no. uh, little shopping over here too. It's like ten thirty, eleven a.m. So you'd have time for a thing. Come back, take an abbreviated rest that'll give you mechanical full benefits for. Okay. So you so still have time to Val, go do something. Val will come in and be like, "So okay, okay." Is, 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 <laughs> it, is it too obvious that you have one more thing to do in this chapter? <laughs> so Val will come back and be like, "Well, I uh, got a little background on the one-eyed friend of Drosharis." who he, for some reason, doesn't want to tell us about, but it's fine. It's whatever. Um, anyway. Trust issues. There's a really creepy sort of... <laughs> <laughs> Even after killing she your She thinks about stabbing you. Moves on. Uh, there's a really creepy fortress. It's probably a trap. Um, there's definitely people going in and out. I don't know if it's one or multiple. Uh, I thought about going in, but it seemed like the GM was telling me it was a death trap. So I came back to get you guys. <laughs> oh, I love death traps. Let's go. It's my favorite band. Death oh, trap yes. for cutie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was pretty good. You Popular give yourself a hero point. For yeah, that. you get a patch. <laughs> I'll Patches. pick out my favorite later. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with what's going on tonight, but people around town seem to say that there's been an elderly one-eyed man walking around trying to get information about the Grey Gardeners unmasking themselves. And, you know, we've been drawn into this kind of trap before. But the one Grey Gardener did mention something about taking our one-eyed friend with us, so. I found out a little bit about the souls and how they're trapped inside. And I go on explaining okay. how it's possible that Camilla can... I have a Camilla's theory mom. that there's... Cam, yeah, Camilla's mom, that she can possibly know that we are on her team. I think that Val, when you say that, would say, Camilla has always worn a red scarf that was belonged to her mother. Maybe that's a good visual indicator. Perhaps. Should we check out this sh shrine? Uh, yes, I do want to do, to, uh, do something before uh, before we enter it, so r remind me before we go in. Okay. So, you're all outside the shrine. I feel like shrine. that's the most accurate depiction of, like, Watson being an elderly character of, like, rem don't let please, me forget. Please remind <laughs> me, because I, I'm going to forget. I put a soda in the freezer to cool it off, please. <laughs> Don't so, like I imagine us being in battle and you're trying to like read a spell and you're like, let me find my reading glasses. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Where are my cheetahs? <laughs> uh, Watson, you were gonna do that thing. Oh yes. Oh, thank you. I completely forgot. Uh, it's gonna take a, a minute to cast, but on you, Fox, because you reminded him. 
yeah. you gain the benefits of uh, energy aegis. Oh, I'm sorry, um, what? Yeah, what does that do? That. This is a seventh level spell. Oh snap! Uh, for um, the more you for the whole rest of the day, I guessed. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, you gain resistance five to acid, cold, electricity, fire, force, negative, positive, and sonic damage. Damn. Damn. That's, that's awesome. pretty cool. I don't know how to mark that, but that's great. Thank you. Me. Just if it's energy damage, we'll reduce it. Thank you, friend. Oh, yes, of course. I always forget that I have that, you know. I, <laughs> it just takes a little while to cast, so I can't do it, like, in combat, so I just kind of always forget. Makes sense. You're standing outside of this blocky brutalist Farazdan <laughs> Chapel, <laughs> and there's a set of big doors at the southern end and a small door at the east. What do you all do? Knock on it. Shall we knock? You want uh, to I am going to stealth a little closer before we knock. Okay, they're <laughs> stealthing up. I was just about to say that Val goes, we're here! But <laughs> if you're stealthing, I feel like that would defeat the Wait, where did the nightman go? Whoa! <laughs> so, oh, that's a good joke, too. Uh, patch, you show up. Patch, patch. patch? What? Did someone say that? Like, when, when you plead for a patch... You don't get it. It's mm. true. So I was doing no such thing. So mm-hmm. you show up, you knock. Does someone actually knock? Not yet. I walk okay. up. I get close. I roll 45 in stealth. So you're getting close. You're checking it out. Um, one thing you do notice, I think this is not a high DC, so your passive will pick this up, is that you think these doors are so old, you suspect that it'll actually it'll be a little more difficult to open. Also, you know, mechanically... It's two interact actions. If you were in combat to open a door, just because it's kind of stuck. So you're going to do like, to get it open. So, uh, yeah, but just looks like some old freaking doors to an old ass chapel. Are, and may I check to see if the door is trapped? Before yeah, start what's, what's your bonus for perception? Uh, plus 24. All right, you check it out. Uh, no, door doesn't look trapped. It certainly doesn't seem trapped. I'm going to start trying to, like, are they double doors? Uh, at the southern area? No, it's just one large freaking door. Okay, so I'll try to pull the door open. Wait, are you trying to do it stealthily? No. Okay. And the door opens. And this you're door able to has get... a terrible upset stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I need some kombucha. Oh, I, can, I believe I can. Oh, no, it's a door. I don't know anything about it. I'm not trained in door medicine. What's the anatomy of a door? That sounds like a really bad poem. I feel like <laughs> that's more of a philosophical a question, poem. to be honest. <laughs> the anatomy of a door. So you open it up, and it's uh, it's just, you see for the most part, one large room opening out in front of you. Um, it's maybe a little bit bigger than 30 feet by 30 feet. And it's pretty evident that it was once a main, like a worship hall, since you know this was a shrine. What's really standing out to you is you can kind of see that a lot of the floor, the stonework and the floor works really uneven. And even looking up at the ceiling above you, you can see support beams on the ceiling are splintered. 
It looks like the building almost didn't survive that northwest tower sort of collapsing into itself. You can see in looking around that there is sort of a few stalls. Maybe they used to be really small rooms to the east, to the right of you as you look in there. And to the west, there's sort of a couple of like small walls where there's maybe something behind them. Um, to the north are the two towers. The northwest towers collapsed. The northeast, where there should be a tower, you see a doorway that you suspect leads into that tower. And on the far side of the room, you can just make out like a faded mural of what was once a spiral comet. Uh, can I use my that's odd feet? Because when I walk into a new location, I can automatically notice one non-obvious thing out of the ordinary. Are That's you cool. walking in then? Yeah. So you stride up next to... Dro Are you Drosharis or Knight's Wrath right now? I'm Drosharis right now. It's not night right now. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I have come out during the day. He cannot be <laughs> wrathful during the day. <laughs> it's not Day's Wrath. It's born of the night. It's not called Day's Wrath. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so you yes, look, I walk up next to Drosharis. So yeah, here's the deal then. You instantly... You kind of piece it together. You do the, the Sherlock Holmes thing of like... Collapsed tower, splintered beams above. They probably use the same construction. Probably splintered, splintered beams below. Uneven floor work didn't start uneven. I suspect that. And you realize that you think that the floor is probably not safe to walk on. Mm. And so I'm going to mark some spaces for you. And what you're going to see is you think there are some spaces that if you were to step on them, the floor work, the floor would sort of go like and you could potentially like lose your footing as the floor shifted. And you think there's some spaces that if you stepped on it would just collapse beneath your weight. So I picture it like Dro is kind of like sneaking up and as Val is like, probably also because she scoped it out earlier, like walks up and just like soccer mom hands out being like, wait, the floor's not safe. Okay. And so as you can see, I've marked in the floor well, of you, this room that I just drew out. The X's are ones that will immediately collapse Ah. The O's are ones that are unstable. Hmm. So, you have a giant game of tic tac toe on the <laughs> map. So, for our, our our listening audience, which is to say, any audience, thank you for listening. Someone will kind of talk about how much of the floor is not good. Oh, at least two thirds. Yeah, uh, yeah, a for lot, sure. a solid half of it on the north side, north end is just. Riddled with danger. Yeah. Classic poor construction and a brutalist structure, if you mm. ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Typical. All right. So what you gonna do? I picture all of us, like, popping our heads in the door, like, stacked on top of each other. Like, do 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 do. <laughs> We're here. I'm just gonna be like, hello. Hello. Oh, you were speaking to the void. You don't hear anything. One-eyed man. It could be a woman. Well, that's not the information we're giving. Reassess your gender biases. Yeah, yeah. I heard one-eyed man. That was kind of messed up. <laughs> <laughs> one-eyed person. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, just, just silence. Do you think we have a minute's worth of time right now? Yeah, you totally do. Okay, so Val would also like to... Uh, reconstruct the scene as an investigator, which means if she has a minute, she can survey a small location and gain an indistinct impression of events that occurred there within the last day. Very cool. So you, cool. you walk Very into the room. Welcome. Do you walk into the room to get a better look? Yeah, but she since she knows that the floor is all messed up, she's going to go where she's pretty confident that yeah. she's not going to go like collapsing through to the cellar. Sort she out. can 
walk through it and she sees a couple of things. She sees footprints in the dust on the safe area. Someone paid attention, figured out where to step, where not to step. Someone walked over to that northeast tower. There's been traffic to and from it. Something dragged with them from behind. A person Yikes. dragging something behind them? You're not sure. You notice the mural to the north, the large comet. It's been cleaned recently. Not detailed, but cleaned at all. Perhaps a religious worship? Is this person related to Phrasma? Does it venerate Phrasma? You see a bed, a body in it to the west wall. Ah. But it's it doesn't look like it's laid there. It looks odd. Someone made it look like they're sleeping there, but that's when you do notice there's a bedroll and a body in it on the western wall. Mm. You also think there's something about the comet mural, and it, you suspect that there's a little more detail paid to one part of it than another. You think and you should investigate that more. And this is across the room from where we're standing. On the north. So you come into the south, and in the north end's a big mural. So once you've seen it all, what you suspect is that someone's been living in here. They've charted out the safe and the unstable parts of the room. They dragged something, someone big, down, over to the stairwell. You suspect up or down. You're not sure which. Someone's been staying there. They cleaned the mural. They found something there. You should check that out yourself. And there's a and there's something inside a bedroll on the western side, but it doesn't look right. You suspect it was put there. Where's the Where's the stairwell? The stair. So to the northeast is like the turret. And once yeah. you open the door, there's going to be. You suspect from the construction a stairwell going up gotcha, and down. Gotcha. I'd like to head to the body, so I'm sure. Yes, yeah. can I? I would like to do a forensic examination of the body. Yeah, I think Bao would be like, there's a body. Come I'm looking in its pockets. Come and then we're going to Peter Recluse. Panda dance all the way over there so we don't fall through the floor. And Fox is going to cover the door because they all want to come through the door. Okay. I mean, they're always coming in behind us. That's true. That's actually a really good point. We have been snuck up on so many times. It's true. <laughs> you have no situational awareness. <laughs> right. So you go I to think Val's going for the mural if they're going for the body. Okay. So what do we want to start? Do we want to start with the bodies, 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 mm -hmm. or the mural? Do the bodies. So you're over at the body and you're checking it out. You walk over there. You can see there's a, a figure, a shape laying there, uh, sort of covered. You're going to have to move some of the bedroll to see it. Okay. I try to uncover the face first, get an idea of maybe what it is, who it is, something like that. You kind of... You find a middle-aged, looks like a man with an eye patch on. When you just reveal the head. Huh. Uh, is he dead? Yes. You, you tell me. Oh, okay. Give me a <laughs> give me a medicine. Recall what's your medicine? Yeah. So I I have a feat called too. forensic acumen. Oh mm. fuck yeah! Which yeah. allows a forensic ex examination of a body to a minimum of five minutes. Okay. Um, and that is just like a medicine check. Yeah, that'll be a recall knowledge though, so that will be secret. Oh, okay. What's that bonus though? Is you take five minutes? To medicine is yeah. plus 31. Jesus Christ. Yep. So, now to do this, you'll have to fully uncover the body. You cool with that? Yeah. W which hand do you use? Oh, God. Uh, I, he probably has his staff in his right hand, so uh -huh. I imagine his left hand, he's like pulling back the... And so I'll go ahead it's and say so unnerving when the GM asks yeah, a really specific, specific question. So I'm which, helping him. Which hand are you wanting to lose? Yeah. Is, and yeah. so now like, are which you hand leaning, is getting burned off? Yeah. Leaning over the body to like pull the, to pull yeah, it back? Yeah, yeah, sure. So you do, um, you pull it back and you find a middle-aged man wearing some like light armor, dressed sort of middle of the line, maybe some sort of artisan or craftsman. You see ink stains on his sleeves. Ink stains? Yeah. What color? Ink. 
just like a, like a dark brown or black, like fairly standard writing fare is sort of what you're picking out. He has a pet octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Two things stand out to you as you're doing your medical evaluation. Uh, you look underneath the eye patch, curious what may have caused this person to lose his eye. There's a perfectly healthy eye under there. The eye patch appears cosmetic. Fashion ah, okay. statement. Um, I get, if I succeeded at the check, oh, I yeah. get, I can attempt an immediate check to recall knowledge to follow up on something I found. So I'm going to give you a few more pieces of information. You can then follow up. Okay. It looks like the body's been dead for about a day, but in looking at it longer, you see that it's been magically preserved. You don't know how long it's been dead. You also don't find an immediate cause of death. So I essentially gave you three things you could probably follow up on. The eyes, Mm. the cause of death, and the magical preservation. Do you happen to say something like, about the eye, or are you just... Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you, he would be like, yeah, he's wearing an eye patch, but his eye underneath appears perfectly normal. Maybe it's a decoy. Decoy body, one-eyed man. Okay. So I have sort of a choice to make about what... Yeah, and I'd, I'd be okay with you following up on multiple things with your forensic acumen. Mm. Oh, you know, you actually got a crit success. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I, I do want to understand, like, why... Uh, it's a plus four bonus to the second recall knowledge. Yeah. Um, I guess why he's wearing a... Is this eye a, a decoy? Why he's wearing this patch? I'll let you do either society or another medicine check. Your choice. I'll do medicine. So what's so that bonus again? 35. So a couple things stand out to you as you're sort of Watsoning in a little more on this. Um, There's not the where are calluses on his skin around his head that would denote that this is something he's worn a lot. So Hmm. you can't find any signs of long-term wear or use of an eye patch on the body. So you suspect it may have been put on post-mortem. I think this is a decoy. And I sort of suspect the changeling oh dear uh does anybody know anything about oh wait I know spellcasting <laughs> I want to look at his armor and see if there's any like identifying markings or anything like that what's your society bonus my society society is 20 no nothing distinct it's it's almost notable how indistinct it is okay so looking at it, nothing super unique, almost as if it's attempting to avoid. But it doesn't give me the idea that like this is something that people who followers of Phrasma wear. No, okay. you definitely aren't bearing that. You'd be familiar with Phrasman symbology, okay. and it certainly isn't that. Um, Watson would like detect magic on the body. You said it seems to be. It seems like it's only been dead a day. But yeah, this is this is an easy one for you once you start looking into it. Gentle repose, one hundred percent gentle repose. Yeah. Okay. What does gentle repose do, James? Well, we can look up the exact spell, but the long and short is that gentle repose allows a body to stop decomposing. Mechanically, the big benefit is that some spells or usually rituals that allow for resurrection can only be done within X many days of death, and things like gentle repose 
means that those days don't count against like resurrection smells or things like that. So <laughs> are you going to try to fucking CPR this dude? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> They're dead too long for CPR. Where are you, Val? Yeah, uh, at the rounds. mural. Looking okay. at the, yeah. Is the mural the same color of ink that's on this guy's clothing? No, the mural's very old. Looks okay. like it was carved in and then painted in the recesses. Okay. But it has been cleaned recently, Val. You notice there's mm. a special attention paid to one smaller part of the mural. Touch it. Push Def- it. Definitely going to touch it. Hmm. Trent, are you done with the body? Anything else? Yeah, I think he's done. He, he's probably just telling them, like, I, I don't think this is our friend. You also don't know what killed it. You haven't mm-hmm. found... Some, you haven't... Like, you're not doing a full autopsy. You haven't found any signs of physical harm on the body. Val has no reason to say this, so I, as Jane, will just say that this body is definitely going to come to life and attack us. Yeah, there's a chance it could be undead. So, Val, you're over at the mural. What's mm-hmm. uh, You know what? Just roll this for me. Give me a perception check. I want you to roll this one. Ooh. Yeah, just just for funsies. For no reason at all. Because you know that <laughs> it'll be worse. Perception is also initiative. So what's that come out to? What is my perception bonus? Played this character in a minute. How's everyone feeling? This This is like a really safe... Terribly nervous. Yeah, yeah, something is very wrong here. Something is afoot. That's a 37 on perception. You find a hidden compartment in the mural. Hells, yes. Did you find nice. some treasure? I'm not telling anyone about this compartment. <laughs> You're looking at a body. Get away <laughs> from my treasure. So uh, you want to you check it out? You want to open it up? Yeah. Po- poison dart. Mm-hmm. So you just open it? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I never said that. <laughs> okay. So you just stick your face in? You know what? Is that what you do? Yeah, I actually open it with my uh, teeth. With, with your teeth, yeah. yeah. Um, Classic. She actually... Classic Val. Yeah. And so what are your Dang, leads I don't right think now? that this is actually going to work. Uh, my lead is the one-eyed man. Sure. Friend. And what's your Could second lead right now? Uh, the final blade. Okay. Yeah, those were kind of my two leads. I haven't changed them. Although now you're making me feel like I should. So, you certainly can change them at this point to make. I can change them at this point. It takes a minute, and it's been five minutes of autopsy. Okay, so if I would have had the time, I would have yes made this like mural a lead. The other thing you could do is you could because you you've seen evidence of someone moving around in here, so you can say I don't know who that is, but whoever that whoever is in that here, is. or yeah, that's or you also know like something or someone has been dragged. So you'd be like, I want to make the thing that was dragged my lead. Either oh, those I are would like to make the thing that was doing the dragging my lead. You could make both your leads. You can have two. Up to yeah. you, though. So what are they right now for my notes? I'll do those two things because I have a feeling that one or the other is the one-eyed person anyway. So sure. I'll drop that okay. kind of specific one and then just make and then the, you... the dragger and the dragged my two leads. And then you're just going with reckless abandon, open the secret no, compartment. No, I have... I don't think this really applies, but I have a feat called Swift Sneak where no. I can, I want to like, essentially I would like to open it carefully okay. and like stealthily. Uh, quite, got it. So it's a stealth check. I've got your bonus here. I'll roll that for you behind the scenes. Cool. So you open it up really stealthily. Mm-hmm. So it makes almost no noise. And you find a small compartment with two things inside of it. You find uh, it, it seems like an, an, a headband with some sort of embroidery and, and sigils on it and a rolled up piece of parchment. Well, definitely taking both of those things out. Well, and, and it's right as oh, you're reaching from them. Yeah, what's, your, what's your perception, DC, Fox? 
Oh, DC. oh no! See, they're always coming up I the know, back. They're coming up behind <laughs> us. The one-eyed man's like knocking on the door. Hello, I forget, how do you there? do the DC again? Just ten plus your bonus. Uh, thirty-two. Yeah, no problem. You see two hooded figures, robed in spider silk robes with spider patterns embroidered over the hoods and shoulders. You almost can't see their face walking up to you. We've got company. What do you do? I say that to you guys. Uh, they're walking up to me. They're what you see them walking towards the front door. Is there any, do they appear threatening at all? I mean, are they holding weapons? Are they, can, so we, can we see them if we're like inside and he says no, we got company? have to run over to the door. Mm. Joshara stands up and is now a giant tall vampire person with his sword out. Are um, spiders the sign of for asthma? Couldn't tell you. Mm, I don't think so. I don't remember. Can, I think it's a, a hourglass. So you see these... So does anyone run over to the door? Or are you all staying throughout can the building? I, can I roll a society to see if I think that those spiders are related to Verasma in any way? That'd be a, honestly, I'm really okay with that. So okay. you, are you going to go get a look at them, or are you just basically have the information yeah, Fox I mean, is when sharing? Fox is like, people are coming, and I'm like, this is what I do. So I run up there. I'm ready to throw down. Watson is going to be standing here by the bed, okay. um, adjacent to the wall. I think especially since they're both her leads, Val is pretty fixated on this and she's going to just try to grab these items that she just found and look at them. So you're 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 going to try to grab them? Yeah, I think she's kind of like whatever. Like I want to take these things before these people get yeah. here. So Dorshars, you run over there and you get a good look at these masked as they're getting closer. Yikes. Pilgrims wrapped in heavy webbed shawls, carrying spider-like tokens, walking with heavy staves. You know, I'm sure you can all decide how you want to feel about masked people in the city of Galt. Mm-hmm. What was that society? What was that, what's that society bonus? Plus twenty. Farasma <sighs> doesn't have spider so. iconography. However, neither do the Grey Gardeners. Right. All right. They're getting closer and closer. Well, any friend of a spider is no friend of mine. I'll just say that. Uh, fox, hide. fox, hide, hide. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I'll hide. We'll hide. Do I'll any hide of you have the group the stealth check rule? Yes. Or, holy shit, you do. Yes. Hold on. What's it called? Because I may have it too. Follow uh, the I expert or something. It allows you to use the follow the expert. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Hold on, I'll find it. Okay. Somebody talk about something else. Definitely so gonna have to cut this white noise out while we find this. Oh, we we can chat through this. That's what vampins for, folks. <laughs> so that rule, if Jane's character has it, I know courtesy of a friend of the a friend of the pod, friend if you of the will. Pod. One uh Felix, played by Ike out of Ohio. So the way it works is let's talk about group checks, because normally in a group check like this, every single one of you is gonna roll. And then the lowest total rolls what's followed. However, this feat, if it's had, group stealth or something like that is what it's called. What it means is that only the person with the lowest check will roll, and they can be following the leader or following an expert to gain a bonus on this. From my notes, Watson has the worst stealth check. Absolutely. But because there's a lot of rules associated with this, you know what I think we're going to do? 
I think we're going to have to ask all you to tune in next time to find out what happens. I did find it. I have what's called quiet allies. And so when avoiding notice, all allies follow the expert to roll stealth once he's The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.